This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Short Parks, business as usual. What up? How you doing, pal? Big I was day like, Nick, for stop the... saying business as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, real quick, just off the top, just because, you know, that's how we do things. Uh, I want you to look at my notes. It's hilarious because so- I didn't realize he said it that much. Oh, well, the funny I... thing was, I maybe I noticed it as much. It was in one answer. Um, but it was about the the and shout out to Zach Berman, great way of basically finding a way yeah. to phrase the most awkward. And Nick question was clearly prepped for that. that everyone question. wanted to ask was like basically like, so did you think you might get fired? Did you guys almost fire him without saying that? He did yeah. it in a very clever way. But it's funny because I, and that was when Nick kept saying business as usual. When Howie did his opening statement, his weird kind of like not acknowledging they were thirty minutes late, and basically being like, let me tell you why this press conference is late. Not late now, but right. like late overall. It was just like normal. It was trying to downplay why <laughs> it was, it was normal stuff. So, long, yeah. so here's what I wrote before Nick said that. Look at the very top of my notes. Howie weird opening statement. What I write. Business as usual. He's like making <laughs> business as usual. And it was like Nick said it a bunch. It was just like that was clearly their message on the firing front. Yeah. And, you know, I think so they were just trying like to... we're diving right in today. Yeah. It's go time. Yeah. Uh, especially because it took us like an hour to get to the freaking studio. So yeah. We well, we're in studio for you. That's what we do. We, are, we love we you. Are. You know, the, the construction on 22nd is it's the officially taking too long of my existence. And I hate to be the one like, guess what? I don't like traffic. You know, it's not the most original take <laughs> and construction's annoying. If anyone else ever thought of that, it is taking a long time. But all right. So I have lots of thoughts. On all this. Um, I guess we'll just dive right in. So I think to me- Yeah, we should dive right in. Yeah, I think so, right? This is not one of those let's F around around for for 10 minutes and talk about, you know, some silly thing that happened to you or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, So my biggest takeaway from today is that Nick is like CEO guy now. Yeah, well, I think very clearly the takeaway is what we talked about. It's basically like they're clear. I mean, Vic fans, yeah, we'll get to the whole like breaking news. They're going to bring in a seasoned- DCU is going to run the offense. It's probably going to be an offensive guy who has his own success and his own system. Maybe it's a young well, guy who's going to run his own system. Be. Well, no, it could be a young guy with his own system or whatever. Oh, okay, But right. regardless, the point is, is what we talked about 
prior to this in our last pod was basically like, it's going to be like someone is fully in charge of the offense, someone is fully in charge of the defense, and Nick is the head coach. And Nick said today, uh, you know, there will be elements, of course, that they'll keep. But to me, yeah, we'll, we'll blend. Yeah. We'll blend. Uh, yeah, the put the the tush push will be the the one they <laughs> keep. But assuming it's still legal, yeah. I so I am I am surprised how open they were about this. I think that part of the reason they're so open about it is because they need to get someone to take the job, right? Like they made it very clear. Oh, no one wants to come in and run Nick's offense. Yeah, yeah. And and I also think just if you make it clear at the podium, someone's going to come in and run their own scheme. It gives that person taking the job, like the then it's whoever takes this job, it'll be clear it's their offense. Yep, no doubt. Like if the offense is I great, mean, Nick yeah. literally, I wrote it down. Nick literally said, "quote unquote," we want to hire someone to be in charge yeah. of the offense and get rid and of the staleness said, and he, get rid of the staleness. Which yeah. oh, you know, I really appreciate that because a lot of times they'll be like, "Oh, you know, certain things didn't work out." He was like, "It got stale." I get it. Like, and, and it did. It did yeah. get stale. So I do think, like, the impression I got from Nick as the season ended like over those past like six, seven weeks, was one of, hey, my offense works type of thing. So I would imagine over the last few days, you know, or eight days. Humbling? Yeah, Nick's probably been told, guess what? Anybody, <laughs> you're we gonna do keep, not think that your offense yeah, you're works. You're going to keep this job, you know, so, but. So, all right. And the point I made, like, I want someone who's going to, to not run just their offense. I want someone who's going to. Run whatever makes sense, given the opponent. Don't have just one offensive thing you do. Anyway, go ahead. So I, I do also think that, like, I actually think this structure can work. If you're talking oh, about— I, I do, too. Yeah, so for just next year— I mean, we're I about think, to see the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl, potentially, yes. with this structure. Yes. Now, so I, I have two two ways to view this. For 2024, this can work. They'll bring in Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. I think well, I think that's a great hire. We'll, you know, get into that. I think they'll bring in an offensive guy that's going to bring a whole like a whole new scheme. He's going to call plays. I think they have to call someone who's who is. They have to hire someone who's called plays before. In Absolutely, my you can't bring in a first time play one caller. One million yeah. percent. So, one zillion percent. So I think for next year, and I, you know, Nick is CEO. You know, I don't know if his personality is like tied to being you know the steady hand on the on the steering <laughs> wheel. But but I think he's that, a different kind. Is he's one of those? He's like a Mark Cuban CEO. Yes, exactly. But. Nick's been here. He knows the ins and outs of the building. He knows the players. He knows Jalen. Like, there is benefit to having Nick here still. And I think that Nick is not going to be completely hands-off with the offense, but it's clear that whoever they're hiring is going to do it. My concern is the current structure it seems they're setting up is going to be very hard to sustain. Like, you are right that Harbaugh, you know, Harbaugh does it. Dan Campbell does it, I believe. Mike too. Tomlin right? does it. I mean, look, Bill Belichick. Now he's probably been more involved in defensive game planning than yeah. most. And they and they have like, McDaniel's I mean, he has had defensive coordinators there, yeah. you know. But he's done not, you know, like a lot of coach Pete Carroll hasn't like called the defensive plays as much recent, like recent years. Like a lot of guys do this. Yeah, but Pete Carroll has not I been know. a serious look, Super Bowl. John well, John Harbaugh is the best example of this. He is a special teams coach who obviously was a linebackers coach and did other stuff, but who became the head coach and never once has called defensive or offensive plays. Right. So, so he's the perfect example. So I think those coaches of just, how that can work long term yeah, right. and work work at it's a just, high level. But yes, but it's very hard to do. And it's a unique thing. And also those guys you just named are obviously all time great coaches. Like, the Ravens could win it this year for sure, but the Ravens have not been, like, the beacon of success over the past. They've been pretty They've been damn good, good, but, but I'm saying, like, they haven't won a Super Bowl was... in forever. The Seahawks haven't won a Super right, Bowl in forever. but they still won a Super they Bowl. They did, but, but a, it a long time ago is the point I'm making. What was it, 20—it wasn't that—the Flacco Super Bowl wasn't 
that long ago. Was it I mean, 20... 2017, 2016? No, I mean, it's obviously like not Eagles. 2017. I mean, 20... Yeah, the yeah. Eagles were that much. I mean, what was it, 2012 maybe or something yeah, like that? I mean, it's, uh, it's over it's almost a, 10 it's, years yeah, ago. But again, it's not like there are a lot of teams that have not gone have gone a For lot sure. longer without winning a Super but Bowl. But the point I'm making is if the Eagles' structure is going to be Nick Sirianni's the CEO and the offensive guy runs the offense, now it depends on who it is. Like if it's Frank Wright. Well, that's my point. It doesn't have to. If it's a young guy, then yeah, you could lose yes. him. Yes. Look, Vic Fangio probably Vic isn't Fangio's going, not anywhere. going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, Vic Fangio's not going to be a head coach Phil, again. Well, Vic, Vic Fangio just wanted to be around his Phillies. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, my 100%. guy. My so, guy. I'm going can't to hate that. Go with the Vic Fangio hiring. Leaving I think, South Beach to be here next to you go to Phil's games? My I know. Guy. Yeah. I, but I think that the long-term problem here is that it's clear this team doesn't think Nick has the answers. If if they felt Nick, so, if they felt Nick, an, uh, on, if they ahead, felt yeah. if they felt Nick had the ability to fix the offense, this press conference would have a different tone, in my opinion. The the tone of this press conference was the offense was stale. We need new ideas. Brian had to go because it's been the three of us for forever. I'm including Jalen in that, or like the staff. It's been the three of us for a long time, and we need fresh eyes on this. Now that doesn't mean if they bring someone in, and we're assuming he'll be here for one year. He could be here for two years. Steichen was here for two years. He, he could be here, here for he many, could be here for knows? many many years. Yeah, not many, and, many. And, and probably not that many. But yes, it's certainly right. possible. It's not a one year. I mean, thing. Josh McDaniels is the offensive coordinator in New England forever. Right. And and look, Nick can learn from this guy. And I give Nick credit. Well, maybe credit strong because I think he probably would have been fired. He didn't have a choice. Did. Yeah, but, but but regardless. But he's going to do it. Yeah. The only issue I have with the structure is, like, I've never been CEO head, te- head coach guy. I've never been defensive head coach guy. I've always been your best offensive mind needs to be your head coach. And it's pretty clear that at least the Eagles feel, whoever they hire, like that's going to be their best offensive mind. So, so this is a next-year problem, but the structure of this – I don't love, but for next year, I think everyone gets what they want. Nick's back, so like the people like me that wanted Nick back are happy, and people like you that felt the offense were stale get a new offense. So I think everyone wins for this year. I, I, but again, I, I I think it is something that can have long term success. It's just going to be harder. But I don't. Again, I said this before. I don't want Nick extra involved in the offense. I don't need Nick to be involved. But that's in the, the problem. But it. Not necessarily. Like, yes, could it be a problem if they bring in a guy who gets another go job and it's another go job? Yeah, it could be, but that might not be the case. And again, look, it's worked in other places. Yes, the Ravens haven't won a Super Bowl, but they've been contenders. They've and to be been, fair, Kyle Shanahan hasn't won a Super Bowl. They went a couple years ago. They went, you know, they've been there. Yeah, they've been, and they've good. been I agree. in it. And like, again, to whether it's Dan Campbell or these other examples where we know that this this formula can work. It is so I think can... you can use the Ravens. I don't think you can use the Lions. Right now, this year. Yeah, but exactly. I'm saying like they're, like Mike Tomlin hasn't called defensive plays for a long time. So like, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, there are lots of examples of those guys who whose main job is CEO of the team and make sure everything's running on time. Like, that's freaking important. Like, it is important to make sure <laughs> things run on time. Me and half hour late today. <laughs> well, I know, which is hilarious. And it's because yeah. of Andrew. I was livid. I texted oh, you. I, I, was, yeah. I was like, it's not hard to be on time. And I granted, agree. you know me. I'm a maniac about being so on time. So am I. As I are you. And we love that about each other. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think the Fangio thing gives at least an example. I don't like how he just came out and was like, here's why we're late and not at all acknowledging there was 30 so minutes I late on time. So I think it was a little interesting that Howie, and who knows if this is excuse making, I will say like, so the game ended Monday. We, like, I found out Monday night they weren't talking till Wednesday. So, or the locker room wasn't. Gonna... It just felt like it was like, it, the way he was talking, it was but like the you, game was the like reason... this week or something. No, 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 no but like... the reasoning of 
we we wanted to give everyone a day because everyone was so upset. Like I was a little surprised he said. It's that. also like, what do you like? You also played a Monday night game in Tampa Bay. Like I feel like you would give everyone a day no matter. I what. agree, but it was just <laughs> an interesting way to put it. The hell out! Like, I think maybe he said they gave him Wednesday off. No, that yeah, can't. I don't be right. know. Regardless, yeah. it was really weird that whole statement. Agree. I think that was mostly trying to explain like it wasn't like we've been debating Nick. They were. They, job they, it was. Bus- that's why I wrote business yeah. as usual. They were yeah. trying to say, hey guys, business as usual. We were yeah. never going to fire Nick. That was not why this was delayed. It was delayed because. That's just how it happened. And whatever. We'll get yeah. to that in a sec. Just let me finish on the, yeah, yeah. the, the, the Nick thing. I I am good with him just being as I think what he does best is the culture and the mo and I know it got bad at the end, but the only reason to bring him back is to see if he could fix that. And and like he was good at that. So like I it might not work. It might be done no, in no, a no. year. I, I, but I do think that I, I and I understand your point. But if if you don't lose your offense coordinator every year, like I do think that this is a yes, model that can work. I hundred percent agree. I think this. I don't think Nick is like screwed as the head coach. I, I agree. Long term, I agree. Like. And I think there will be a, a some takeaway from this. The people that are like ultra critical of the Eagles and don't like. Like, we'll be saying Nick's been cut of all his power. He's a lame duck head coach. Yeah, like, people are going to be like, what's his job? Right. So, he's the so, head coach of the Eagles. Yeah, so, like, there is a lot that goes into that. And what I, where I will use Dan Campbell as this example is while Dan Campbell has not had sustained success, it is very clear, despite the fact that Dan Campbell is more in a Nick Sirianni role, players love Dan yeah, Campbell. Yeah, so, he would die for that. So, guy. I do think that when you're that CO type, I don't think players are going to look at Nick and go, he has no power. No. like it, Now, again, I think because of who Nick is. Like, I think if you had a, a different person in that role, you could definitely be like, this guy's a lame, boring, like, whatever. But I think players like Nick. We've talked about that a lot. Kelsey talked about he's the best, like, motivator 100%. in those, like, meetings yeah. that they have. Like, all that. He's yeah. still going to do all that stuff. And while, and while we can sit here and go... You know, Nick had no choice. Doug was presented with the and same Doug thing, left. and Doug yeah. quit. Yeah, so you're so right. So Nick should deserve credit to an extent. Now look, he's <laughs> keep, he's keeping a multi million dollar job. No, so I'm but not, like, let's be uh, yes. And but like to the to your point, he like, could have been proud. He could have been Nick like Nick has been neutered here. Yes, in Nick a way. Had, yeah, and and I think. <laughs> And maybe this is like neutered Nick. A, I was going to say tough nickname right there. <laughs> maybe because this is like I'm not like the super strong backbone guy, but like I I think Nick deserves credit whether he was forced into it or not. He is going to take a job or continue in a job where he's losing some power. He is going to have everyone think he has no responsibility. He's going to learn a new offense and he's going to stay. Like he and could he's have coming left. back into a freaking right. hornet's nest yes. of a fan. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. And so the other thing and Nick didn't do this today, which I think this was good. I don't know if they planned this, but I think it was good Nick didn't do it. I am happy how he like kind of dropped his resume on the table a little. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, so my notes, my I loved the his like basically his last line when talking about getting to the Super Bowl, winning Super Bowl, he's like he literally the hammer line. He goes, "I know we can do it because we've done it. exactly." Like, I thought that bang. was great. I yeah, thought it was, I thought it was great. I, I thought I, especially that last answer. That yeah. last answer felt like how he was really like putting it on the table and being like, "Listen, like I have had a lot of success, guys. Yeah, all right. So, but not just that. that. It, yes, I agree with that, and that was the money line. I'm happy yeah. you brought that up. But he also said, you know, before the one and six thing. Nick was 33 and 11. Yep. And, and so while I know that at a time of frustration, and look, we have had this debate over the last month. I've been much more big picture. You've been much more myopic. Uh, and you were right about, you know, how the season ended. But big picture, like, I agree with that. I agree with what Howie's saying. I know, and actually, like, a lot of the other writers don't love when he does this. But I think it's worth it for Howie to remind people at I a time too. like this. Like, I, we, not only have I had success, not only have we had success, Nick has had success. Yep. Like Nick has had it's success. It's a great point, man. So I I thought that was smart of him to bring up. Um, and as to the offensive thing, it's gonna like so now that we've talked about the structure, 
I do think it's going to be hard to find the right offense. Well, that, the issue is <laughs> yeah. that, that's the other part, Cause, problem cause with how this. Much, the question is, it, the reason it's especially hard is, are you going in just saying, I want the freaking best play caller I can find? No I think that's where. how you have to go. You do. But then it's like, you are, do you go in and say, I want the best play caller who might be able to stay around? <laughs> so <laughs> I as don't much think as, you can do that. Yeah, I agree. I as think much you, as I'm Mr. That's a worry. I think if you're going down this path, you have to go with the realization that it's going to be tougher, but you have to hire the best guy. The yeah. only thing I think is really important is you have to hire someone that's called plays. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think I, you I, have I don't, to. I think it, it, it's, a, it's a must, especially because, look, there are going to be guys who have called plays who might not have worked out the first play. Like, hey, remember, Shane Steichen called plays in, yeah. in with the Chargers. He yeah. called plays there, you know, and now, it didn't go well. Now, okay? Gerard Johnson from the Texans, who I think the resume is impressive, like he's played quarterback, helped with C.J. Stroud, Bobby Obviously Slowick knows type. Nick. Hasn't called plays, I don't believe. Right, but no, not like as a Nick guy, yeah, I, knows I don't Nick. think people would be happy with that hire. Well, that well, that's what I'm saying where I think that's why it's a tough hire because he, if Nick was calling plays, like Gerard Johnson's a great hire. Do you see what I'm saying? But because of his background, he brings a new system and all those things. But I do believe that you can't, like, Nick can't call plays. It's very obvious. Nick can't do it. So you have to have someone in, in the OC role that you are confident can make it through a season calling plays. Let me throw a name at you that I will be the 8,000th Eagles fan or person to say this name. I am sure it's been said. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy. You know, I, I'm not... Like super in Eric Bieniemy, but it fits the profile of it someone does. who has had success, has worked with great people, great mentors. Yeah, and no, players. you're right. You're right. And you're right. He's look, called plays. Didn't have He's a lot of talent in Washington, but like the two times numbers. we played the Eagles, he had a great freaking game. No, you're right. Great play I'm probably being overly has negative called plays on before. Yeah, like I'm not saying he's my top choice because I don't. I'm really going through everyone I need to, but like that's the type of no, name that, that I'm thinking could make a lot of sense. And you know. I don't know if he's getting a head coaching job. Well, I don't think he is. No, but now if he comes to the Eagles yeah, I, and he like actually crushes ever. it, maybe. That's the point. Like, yeah. what be- Like, I think it'd be a great move for Biennemi. The question is, should the Eagles do it? Yeah. I think for Biennemi, he's coming into a spot where they're saying, hey, guess what? It's all this guy, and he's going to come in with a, a, a stacked roster yeah. from an offensive perspective, theoretically. No, you're right. You're talking me into and it. And step in and be like, all right, let's freaking go. He's known he for being tough to on prove. his players, which I think would be good for Jalen. Really like, these young guys, I want to be a head coach. Like, Eric Bieniemy has been like, Mr. should have been a head coach forever, and it feels like it's yeah, not going to happen. Coached like, under Andy. A lot to prove. So yeah. I, think, I think it's an interesting No, name. you're right. Uh, and he actually— And he's from outside—like, that's the other thing. I know they talk—like, I don't. the thing I don't like about Jerron Johnson, it makes sense, again, outside the play-calling thing, which right. I agree is a non-starter. Like, it's done. But, like, I don't—I don't—I want him to have someone to have—like, uh, Nick has to be someone who can work with this person, obviously, but, like— I don't want a Nick guy. Like, I don't want someone from the same I agree with that. philosophy. Now, I want someone who's going to bring in different ideas, new things, different things that they are not doing. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is there any worry about how Nick will handle this throughout the year? Like, it's it's easy to, for Nick to say now when it's like, hey, guess what, buddy? Sure. Is there any worry that week six, if they're struggling? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. And it's Nick's all, like, oh, I thought my offense was It's broken. all about the struggling. It, yeah. Look, if the offense struggles, then guess who knows that his job is on the line, regardless of if he's not involved in the offense? It's Nick Sirianni. Yeah. He's going into the season with his job on the line. Yeah. So, yeah, I, like, I'm worried that if they struggle, anything could happen because we've seen that. We've seen that. I think uh, a, an example you see of a lot of is with, with general managers who feel mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I got like a year left. Like, may as well go for it. Yeah. And they'll sometimes sabotage a team's future in a way to save their jobs. And I don't, I only think that happens with Nick if things start poorly or go poorly, in which case it's like whatever. Now, but I, yeah. I, like, 
I'm not worried about it in the big picture. I think that Nick seems like the kind of guy who can get along with people who wants to be successful, who is super competitive. And if he thinks that someone is going to come in and help them win games, I believe that he will be okay with that. But of course, look, he's, a, he's I'm sure he's got ego. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be issues with it. But I do think that ultimately, I think he's a person who can do that. It's just, I think if they lose, all bets are off. Yeah, I, I agree with that. The other thing I will say, two, twofold. One... And I'm going to say earmuffs for this because I think it does count as earmuffs. Is it a- like, ASS? Is that no, right? no. Well, we know that counts. <laughs> no. Yeah. I Nick, here's a, here's the thing, count. Nick. Here's the thing. You got to stop saying shit at the podium. Oh, yeah. Well, I, earmuff, be- that should be earmuffs. I think, I think it's worse than a- ASS. I know you do. Disagree. I know you do. I don't, but I, I still said it. Okay. You got to yeah, stop I, saying I, it. I am, yeah. Like he, that, he's become a habit. I yeah. feel like he's done it in four of his yeah. four of the last well, five press conferences. let me tell you, as a producer of radio who has had to run many a press conference, like, don't curse yeah it's absurd like it's, it's inappropriate find like, a different way to say what you yeah, have to say yeah um and then now i agree it's, that being it, said i'm a podcaster so i can say it yeah and did it didn't didn't get the sense they really gave a shit what jalen thought about the brian johnson yeah oh without a doubt <laughs> and it, you know what did, and you know yeah. what that's the right move i agree like i agree you like we just went through this with carson like you can't cater to the guy and i yeah. think they probably learned that lesson i, think I agree they probably learned that lesson from carson where they're like, listen, Jalen's still our guy. We still believe in him. And and I tweeted this, and I believe it. I think the single thing that I believe to be most true that was said in that entire press conference was when Nick said that Jalen is going to bust his ass to be better. Because we know he will. Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter how mad people are at Jalen or no matter what people think his blame is or whatever, we know that dude's going to work. Yeah. We know he's going to try and be better. He's going to yeah. try and get better at the things that he struggles with. And I think Nick, with. Nick will too. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. they both will. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, so so I think that that, you know, I still think they believe in Jalen. He's their guy. But I think they learned that they can't, like, cater to, to that quarterback in a yeah. way where it's like he's, in, especially young guys, he's in charge of the team. He's He gets to make decisions like that. No, he doesn't. And, like, look, we're reading between the lines here, but it seems like that whether because he wasn't tough enough on him or he didn't coach him the right way or whatever, that the Brian Johnson Jalen thing was too familiar or too comfortable or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the results bore out that way. I agree. Um, I also will reiterate this. I tweeted this and it didn't go over well, but like, <laughs> I, yeah. Wait, does that ever happen I know. for you? I feel I, like that's got to be a new experience. I might be done tweeting. I'm not obviously not, but like you've I'm, said this before. I just, I'm so sick of people being like, you're only doing this reaction. Like it's just how I feel. Yeah. I don't, but you know, whatever. again, hey, uh, what about like who are we talking about? I know, I know. I don't know. tweet if you do. Don't look at your freaking mentions. I know, I can't Leave not do it. Alone. I'm incapable of doing I know it. You are. I know you. Are. I told you a million times. I do feel bad for Brian Johnson. Sure, like I do, of man. Course. Like I think it's unfair. He got fired. Like I think the again. I, I I don't like. I know. To use I, know the word I know. Unfair, I know. but but I agree with you. I think it sucks for. Him. But Nick said something today, which was like kind of very honest, but was also like extremely telling. And I'm paraphrasing. He was kind of like, you know, hey, in his role, he's the one that had to go. Like he yeah. was like he didn't say this to be clear, but he was kind of like Jalen's not going anywhere, and I wasn't giving up my job, so yeah. Brian had to go. Yeah, and I feel bad for Brian because I think his career was on the very much upward trajectory. Um, I think he would have gotten a job elsewhere at offensive coordinator if he didn't take this job. I think that while the offense was not good enough as a whole, and he deserves blame in that, I don't think you fire guys after one year. Like this time last year, me and you were sitting here and saying. Michael Clay's a disaster. You can't bring well, him great back. Point. He's yeah. worth Shane Sykin. Yeah, hundred percent. Chargers. It was like, oh, this guy stinks. Right. Get rid of him. And so, then you know, I, I think he's like, coach now. I do agree, and I think if if you would have gave me, if you would have told me they were going to give me a point that would make me agree with firing Brian Johnson, 
I would have been hard pressed to think that would have what that would have been. But one thing we did say towards the end of Doug in like 18, 19, 20 is they need a fresh set of eyes on this offense. Like they didn't bring anybody from the outside in. They brought Scangarello in for one year, but he, whatever his name was, yeah, but no, like, it Scangarella. felt like he did almost nothing. So yeah. no, you're right. I do, I do. This is the right decision. I think they're correct. But I just I can't get down with the whole Brian's a bad coach. He deserved to be no. fired. Like, I, and look, again, I he was still a believe, first time play caller. Yes. How many times did I say that throughout yes. the year? So so I and that, he seems like a wonderful guy. Yes. A that wonderful too, yeah. man. And so. I, I think, you know, Nick did get long winded about the family thing, but I think it's true. Like you know, they spend Nick, more time with yes, their, yeah, And I'm sure yeah. their wives are friends, like all those things. And it can't be easy for Nick to fire Brian. So I think there's a little bit uh, I'm sure that maybe deep down Brian's like like I take the fall here, buddy. Like, like you know. But, but uh, I think it's probably. And the look, right. I think hopefully, I think that Brian will be okay. It seems like he's well respected throughout the league. Obviously, got head coaching interviews. I think he'll he'll hop on somewhere, and I think he can still get back on the track. Like we saw with Shane Steichen. Like we saw yeah. with other guys who have failed or not failed, but like have had a bad go somewhere. They can recover. So for like, sure. but I agree with you. It, it is. It does suck for yeah. for him the place. But yeah. you know, you know, what doesn't suck. Window Nation. It just doesn't, it doesn't. Like, again, we both have great windows, so we know the benefit of it. We've talked to people that have used Window Nation. There's already been GoBirds people that have used it, which is very, very cool. And winter is here, although it is a little warmer outside today, I will say. I'm always honest in these reads. Today's not a day where you're keeping the cold out as much. It is a little, it is definitely getting warmer. It's been cold. It has been cold. And if you've had enough of the cold drafts blowing through your old windows, bundling up layers of clothes and blankets, which I think you could do anyway. That's always very nice. Do you have a, a weighted blanket? No. Dude, let me tell you. Weight of blankets. I don't know. I'm telling. I'm with it. I can't speak to like what you enjoy from a comfort level, but weight of blankets are amazing. I don't need to be held down. I'm fine. All right, I'm just letting you know they're amazing. You need and, to be like swaddled. Is it like a swaddling? Dude, type it's not thing? even a swaddling thing. It's what's nice is they stay on your body. Like you know, how you move and you have to like make sure the blanket doesn't rearrange. Uh-huh. You're always under the blanket. So anyway, you need it. <laughs> you need a nice blanket and you need great windows and the combination of those two keep you warm in your house. Uh, and if you don't have one of those things, then it, then it's time to talk to the pros at Window Nation because replacing those old windows with quality, quality, energy-efficient ones from Window Nation is easy and more affordable than you think. Right now, through the end of the month, replace the windows in your home and pay no interest for five years. That's a great deal. And on top of that, Window Nation is also giving you 50% off all window styles. Our professional installation means your windows will fit right so you don't have to worry about leaky, dirty windows and those cold drafts letting out your heat anymore. You just can't have it happen, man. You're literally throwing money away. So don't wait. With zero interest for five years, why not give Window Nation a look? Let us show you all the options to fit your needs and budget. It is so easy. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to get started and tell them GoBird sent you. Tell them GoBird sent you and then take that money and save. No interest. Bang! Bang. Make some money. Yeah. Big, big weekend for the Bed Park Sportsbook and Casino app. We got conference action. The, the, it's, the, it's the conference championships. I mean, it's, it's go time. It's the, it's the best Sunday of the it's year. It's probably like, yeah. I Just think last Sunday. Sunday. Last, no, last oh, yeah. weekend. Point. I'm saying Good it point. is the best, the best Sunday, Sunday of the year. Yeah. It's fair, right? No. Well, I mean, I, yeah, other better, than maybe opening Sunday. I think it's in better a way. than Super Sunday. Yeah, it's better. Of course, now Super Sunday too. is great to gamble too, as well, because there's so many options. Yeah, we're but, true. Yeah. But guess what? There's so many options for these two. Agreed. You can bet on player performances. You can bet on you know who's going to throw for the most yards. You can bet on rushing yards. Like you know, and and that's the thing. Like we got some good games, you know, and also some rooting interests. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all on the Dan Campbell team this week. There's I've no one in this been. city. <laughs> you never doubted the man. I mean, and at this point, they're the clear team to root for. But, oh my god! So I, I don't, here I think would be by like miles. Here would be my ranking. 
I would go Detroit, Baltimore, Kansas City. Massive, massive gap. I San would Francisco. say that you and everyone in Philadelphia agree. Yeah. Uh, it, seriously, I think it's like a clear win. Yeah. You know, maybe some people like, like Baltimore I want Lamar more than and John Harbaugh to win it. I yep. like greatness, so I'd be happy if Andy and Patrick Mahomes got another one. And also, one. look, J- Jason, that's Jason Kelsey at the Super Bowl hanging out, having yeah, fun. Like, that's, that's fun true. for us and all that. You know, we yeah. love that guy. Yeah. I mean, your girl at the Super Bowl. I mean, let here's what I'll say. All right. When you open up the Bet Park Sports Wing Casino app, you're making your bets on Sunday. Like, I think Baltimore's going to win. I really do. I think they're the best team in football. I do not. But here's the thing. I think the NFL is going to want Taylor Swift to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's going to be a fascinating Here, here's game. What, here's what I think should fascinating be. Fascinating game to bet on. Bet Parks, I don't know how you would set this odds, but I think you should think about it. The odds that Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift on the field after they win. Whoa, the can you imagine? Just putting it out in the in that. It would be. Uh, I've been right about them all along. You it's, have been. It's very clear they're going to stay together. Like, I think Kylie really likes her. I think the four of them will hang out and have a ton of fun. I actually think, really quick, <laughs> I, I actually think, you know what shifted? Originally, I thought Travis wanted to be with Taylor more. At this point, wow. I think Taylor wants to be with Travis more. Look at you. Like, I feel like she's really enjoying what's happening. See, and you might not be able to bet on if they'll get married, but you can bet on everything else. Yeah, and who knows? The Honestly, bet parks. I, bet, I bet they might do it. Yeah, they might. I don't know what the rules the are bet that, parks, but... where, hey, You never know. The yeah. Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app, and that's the amazing thing. Here's a great deal for you. If you sign up now, your first bet, if it's a $10 winner, you get $125 in sports bonus back it is an amazing deal uh you can sign up uh, again at betparks.com you must be 21 and present in pennsylvania new jersey ohio or maryland gambling problem call 1-800 gambler we'll make our picks at the end of the pod because it's the last pod yeah, week, and then we're gonna be on saturday you want to make the picks on let's one make me do yeah make them saturday. saturday top of the hour even though you just gave one of yours away all right uh um, yeah, let's get back let's get back to the eagles i want to talk about the um so a couple more it's things really just well, one more thing i because it's related to fangio in a roundabout way because it's about the defensive coordinator we just have to discuss the the one, the single thing that was said. I did before the single thing that I believe the most, the Jalen will work. Like yeah. Whatever else happens, he, dude's going to work. The single thing that I believe the least, by far, oh, I know. the least that was said in this press conference, was Howie Roseman saying that Nick Sirianni made the decision on Matt Patricia, that he was the one who fired Sean Desai. Here's my question to you. You've been around these guys their entire time together. You've been around this team forever. You've been around Howie forever. In your heart of hearts, do you believe that Nick Sirianni and Nick Sirianni alone came to Howie Roseman and said, I want to fire Sean Desai and put Matt Patricia in the role? Do you believe that? No. <laughs> now, I, now I, I do believe. I No, hold on. And Nick was on board or yes, whatever. I think there's it, no way that Nick was like, hey, guys, I got an idea. Now, it no could way! it could have been his. Zero! Now, look, it could have been his initial idea. And they were like, we don't think so. No way. But he, he, here's my ultimate. How he went to him was like, hey, uh, here, what do you think? Here, here's my real opinion on this. I don't care. Like, I, I, I trust Howie and Lurie to make these decisions. I, I understand, like, Nick should make decisions about his staff, but. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I feel that way. Like, everyone well, has this was bosses. such a dumb decision. You know, it was such a dumb decision. Look, the best I can say about it is, like we said with the Jalen thing, and I think they've learned not to, you know, coddle the franchise quarterback too much. I think that I hope that they've learned a lesson from this, and they learn, hey, no matter what, switching coordinators on the fly like well, that I'll tell you this probably much. is not Fangio the right will move. definitely be here all next year. You, what? <laughs> Fangio yeah. will most definitely. Well, they think- could have the 32nd-ranked defense for the first yeah. 13 weeks of the season, and think- they are not firing Van- you would Van- think, Van- you know, How he was here when Juan Castillo happened. Yeah. You know, granted, he was Although, very low on the totem pole. Juan's numbers originally weren't that bad, no. which is crazy. I know. Well, then McDermott, Bowles. Yeah, yeah. The- Bowles was even worse when he I came in. I was briefly thinking McDermott could be the guy, like if Buffalo fired him. But, oh, it was a defense coordinator. Yeah. yeah. But so, all right. 
I look, that's my ultimate opinion. Right, I really so don't last, care. Last thing is Fangio. Oh, by the way, let's not go by without mentioning. Still in on the Kobe D. Let's go, Birds. Yeah, come on. We all know they're not in on the Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. You want to talk about things not to believe. How he had a prepared statement about linebackers and included. And he mentioned the Kobe. Yeah, I'm sure they did that to be nice to Nicobe. Nicobe will Nicobe will be in training camp competing for a job. Nicobe. And look, maybe he'll play great. I hope Nicobe. he does. I want Nicobe to do I will well. Never bail on my guy. You yeah. got this, dude. Until Bulk they up. trade him. But, bulk up, Nicobe. Yeah. You got this. <laughs> I don't think bulking up's the issue. I think stay healthy. Yeah, getting faster. Yeah, just be healthy. Ah, yeah. So, all right. Here's my Fangio take. Ooh, I think this is almost exactly what they needed. Like he's been a defense coordinator for what twenty years or something absurd. Two thousand years is the correct. Yeah, something like that. A couple zeros on top of that. Um, Been a head coach. I think like he's exactly what they needed. Now it's exactly what we talked. We talked about Ron Rivera as an example. It's like yeah, the it's, same it's, model. Like it's kind different of different defensive philosophies, but right. like the same idea. A guy who's been it now Rivera head coach longer, but Fangio's called defensive plays more. So yeah, and someone tweeted this. Either someone tweeted it or texted it to me. I think someone texted it to me, actually. Um while so you've looked all right, Bill Belichick, right? Bill Belichick has a bad coaching tree. But Bill Belichick himself has had success. I think with Fangio, if you look at the guys that run his system, people don't do it well, but he does run it well. Yeah, and he's I think ha- it's such a good way to put and it. And he's had a lot well, of really you, I good years. I thought you thought there was a guy who ran it well. Am I wrong? It was didn't someone run it well? Is yeah. Jonathan Gannon not your guy anymore? Well, he ran wow! it well. He didn't run. He did run it well. He wow! did run it well. Well, here's the other thing, which really funny. I heard somebody be like, uh, you know, Cliff Kingsbury didn't have success in Arizona, but no one does. Well, no one uses that for Gannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about Kingsbury. Uh, yeah, well, let's finish with yeah, We'll talk about that next month. Yeah, yeah. look, we'll do we, offense we don't know what's on the radio. Yeah. We like, well, yeah, we'll we'll get to the I'm not op- super into it, but I don't I, hate it. I would it. like to do, look, I'd much rather be enemy, I'll say that. Yeah, I think I'm there, too. Kingsbury, man, well, well I'll say it. Yeah, I just, look, I don't, I, we could say it now. I don't want Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I, I don't want Cliff I, Kingsbury. Look, he's, he's, I think there's a chance he comes here and surprises people. How much but, talent has that guy underperformed with? Yeah, like, I seriously, agree. I agree. He said so much offensive talent. Everyone's like, Cliff Kingsbury, all offensive system, and his career record sucks. Well, what's crazy goes. is, if like, I'm not. The only, here's the only thing I'll say about Cliff Kingsbury. Who knows if maybe he is strictly the play caller and offensive guy, if maybe it's yeah. a little better. Same with Ron Rivera. So it's possible. Yeah. But, but, but what we know of Cliff Kingsbury, I don't like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, look, he was also yeah. on a team that was 10-2 and, and collapsed. So don't hey, know if you need that. There you go. Um, yeah. But I think Fangio is exactly what they need. He'll come in here. He knows how to run a defense. They ran similar style things last year, at least initially under Desai. Like, so that's a positive for some of the younger players. But mostly he'll be able to come in and just handle the whole defense. I thought Nick was funny being like, maybe I'll come into the defensive meetings. Nick's going to have a lot of time to kill. Yeah. Like, Nick's going to well, be. He's like, he's like, maybe I'll go more. Yeah, he's going like, to be walking around like, hey, guys, what's up? Like, yeah, handing out <laughs> dog shirts. Yeah, exactly. Anyone? Yeah. Um, but don't need Nick. You want to play game of horse? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's gonna be the rock paper scissors guy. Um, but I I don't think Nick needs to be in the defensive meetings with Fangio. Good if he wants to be in there. I think Nick's. Well, a, I think he I think should. Nick's a smart I, football no, mind. See, like, I think you. Sh- that's the thing that people are making fun of. That like Nick should be in on meetings. Nick should be aware of what his coaches are teaching well, he, and I what they're he doing. Is. He can. Yeah. Th- but that's my point. Yeah. Is like you can still trust Vic Fangio to run it all and do it himself and still be there. And be present and be involved and be talking to your defensive players and be more like I actually think it's a good thing. Like I don't have any. I think it's a good thing too. Yeah, like I don't. I don't think he should be like running meetings with those guys. But I think if he's there, like it's present, involved, like I think that's what he should be doing. Yeah, I'm good with it. Um, But the point I'm making is, and it sounds like you agree. Like 
Fangio can just do that whole thing himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think Nick's going to be said. sitting there and going, want, hey, we're doing this. Bro, like, I want someone to come in and run the defense. I want someone to come in and run the offense yeah, and let Nick do everything in between. I think that's, that's what's what going to happen, yeah. So, and I, lock down Michael Clay at the I know, yeah, set yeah. with special teams. Exactly. That is funny. Um, great point to bring up the Michael Clay thing. Now, yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of a different coordinating job. Maybe not as involved, but still. The point, point is you can improve year over year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, um, I think the Fangio one's a good one. I Personally, I probably would have taken Ron Rivera, but I'm fine. I would have too. I'm fine with Vic Fangio. Look, I just, I think you make a great point, and it's why I'm ultimately good with it. Outside of the fact that he's a Phillies fan, which is like my guy, right? Uh, and well, that it's like basically hopes. like beloved, like just is obsessed with the Phillies, yeah. Like kind of left South Beach to be close to the. Yeah. He says it's to be close to his family, but we all know it's we to all be know close why it Phillies. is. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm with you. I think it's a great point you make. I think that it's one of those things where it's like, oh, Fangio disciple, oh, Fangio disciple, oh, Fan. It's like we got Fangio. All yeah, right, we got, got the, guy the main one who actually yeah. runs the thing, who it's his thing. And I think that's a good thing, especially from a teaching it perspective, especially from an understanding it to its bones perspective. So and and again, he is someone who walk in that defensive meeting room and he will command respect. Yeah. You know, and you know, so I think it's a good thing. Now I don't know how much, you know, I he is a little old school. You know, we'll see. Yeah, how that's, that see, flies. that's what I'm, and I know Ron Rivera is too. I I'm not super into Vic Fangio, like from afar, but I think he checks with this team. Yeah, needs. I just think they need yeah. some stability yes. there and all that. Yes. They, they need someone to kind of settle the boat. Yeah, um, he's not my favorite. Again, he's not my favorite hire. Like even a guy who I know hasn't been coaching for a while, but I thought was an interesting name that I saw someone throw on Twitter. But like Mike Zimmer would have been an interesting name or someone like that. Like though, yeah, that, that, I'm just saying that I wanted someone like that. I wanted someone who's been a head coach. I want someone who's called defensive plays in the league and had success at it. And and Fangio is that. Yeah, so for whatever. I agree. I, and I want that on the offensive side. Again, I want someone who's called plays, and I want someone who's just going to be his thing. So, yeah. so I think like my last statement on all this would be, and I know that I've been labeled Mister Optimistic for the last month. So it's probably well, it's so fun. Can I just address that real quick? It's so fun. Every time, oh, does Elliot work for the yeah, Eagles? Yeah, Mister oh, Spadero. Well, first and Eskin. foremost, like he was crushing Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah. Like so, like you I know. know. And then, do we all not remember when like? People were mad that you ran the franchise quarterback out of town. Yeah, like, did just, the Carson Wentz thing not happen? I know. I know. Like, I just like it is what it is. We yeah. can't just pick and choose when, like, I know, like what we feel. So I just I hate it as as someone who is you know your friend. I, I look, you know how I it is. Like it. you're like I, it it I oh, you know me. Like I don't respond on Twitter unless like hey thanks right, or, right like right. oh that's really cool you did I really and I I appreciate stuff like that. Like I never am like. You know, I don't like you, Seltzer. I'm never like, why? Or, right, you know, right. let's talk. Or, like, you know, come at me. I don't do it. The only time I come freaking, and I've even, like, almost hit send on tweets well, defending me when people do this. <laughs> this. I almost curse there. It makes me so, earmuffs, one, two, three. I'm, I'm fucking cur- It makes me so fucking mad. Okay? <laughs> I appreciate it. Anyway, go ahead. I appreciate it. But anyway, so, and I do, I do appreciate that. But. I think this is ultimately a good thing today for the Eagles. I do too. Like, and you've, I, I you've been like more pessimistic. On the yeah. Do you feel better or worse? I feel better. I think fans should feel better. Now, look, we'll see long term how this plays out, but I think they're going to get fresh ideas on offense. They're going to get uh, they they basically have a seasoned defensive coordinator. So this feels like about as best a setup you could have. If they would have kept Nick and Nick got up there today and said, "We're going to run our stuff. We believe in it. We're keeping <laughs> yes. like then." I, yeah. I mean, again, I was a proponent of that, but even I would have been a little like, "All right." Bro. And I think firing Nick would have been a mistake. Yeah. So you get the same head coaches next year. You have two new coordinators, which is tough to win with for sure. But we'll see. Yeah, and again, I do think, and I saw your tweet about that, the two new coordinators thing. The one thing I will say that, about that is that I think a lot of those cases are when there are two new coordinators or when it's a whole new coaching staff. Yep. And that's part of the reason why it's so hard to win. I think this is a unique case where it's you're bringing in, you have an established head coach and you're bringing in 
theoretically two coordinators who are somewhat experienced, one very experienced. So I do think it's a, a different case in that sense, but I get your point. It's yeah. not ideal. I, I am your core point that you keep making that continuity wins, I think is is correct. Yeah. For the most part. And so. they're gonna have some continuity for what it's worth. But. Well uh, yeah, and look, it's not like like Kevin Batulo's not going anywhere. These other people, there are other good people on the staff, like Michael Clay's staying, you know, so I agree with you. I think like look, I think there's in a way less upheaval this year than last year because Last year, like Gannon's taking guys, you yeah. know, Steichen takes guys. Well, good news, no one's taking the defensive guys. Nope, <laughs> it's all of their no pick, one. the pick of the litter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they want to keep on that so, one. So, all right, are uh, we doing final thoughts? You want to save it? Um, I don't even know if I have one. So I have a quick one. Yeah, I've written do, down. I'm it's sure not. I have it's one. not even I'm... a great thought. So <laughs> it's so, a throwaway. Yeah. So me and Kristen were watching a movie recently. Oh, there, I got one. And it's, there it's was a total throwaway. So and there was an actress in it, and I recognized her. And then I said to myself. Like, of course it's busy. That's exactly how it's spelled. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's crazy. Her name is Busy. Yeah, That's a wild name. Busy Phillips. Yeah. I just assumed it was pronounced differently because I'm like, there's no way her name is Busy. And she, she was like, you mean Busy Phillips? And I was like, yeah. There's so. nothing better than that when that happens. You can sometimes tell that when, like, um, I don't know if you have any friends who are writers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't mean sports writers. Oh, I'm yeah, talking, yeah. like, writer-writers. Yeah, like I don't have any like, non- People yeah. who don't well, actually, my like sister. people who yeah. write a lot more than they talk. Yes, to yes, yes. So sometimes they'll say words where you could tell that they've only written the word before, but never actually said it yeah. to other people before. Yes. And you're like, "Hey, it ain't that?" You yeah, know, exactly. That kind of feel. As soon as I, she was like, "Who are you talking about?" I was like, "I can uh, delete that off my final." That is, honestly, that was a great final thought. I really appreciate. I just it. have mine busy, is though. mine is not nearly that good. Mine's just a phrase. You know, sometimes I'll have a phrase I want to use more. Yeah. I really like the phrase "keep your pants on." No idea what it means. No idea I think why it means people like, calm say it. down. Right? No, I know, I know how oh, okay, it's used. Yeah. I'm saying like why? Like it's like all right, we're in a rush. I, let, we got to get out of here. Hey, keep your pants on. Why? Why is it keep well, your pants on? Well, in that on? instance, like to, uh, in yeah. any instance, what yeah. does the phrase mean? Well, I guess like I got nothing. Keep your I pants mean, look, on. Like, like don't I think take I, your don't take your pants off because you're freaking out. Well, like, no, that's no, I, I mean, think, like, I just don't get it. Look, I mean, my and I don't know if this is earmuffs, but like my interpretation of that would be like if the phrase means calm down, like if your pants are coming off, and generally means you're oh, not it's sexual. Calm. Well, I think like I didn't think about but I don't, that. I don't oh. think it. I don't think it's sexual and like it's everyday use. Like I think if you, I think well, you could say it. It's I think you could I'm say it on I, the air, but but I think that would have to be the originator of it. Right. Okay. So here we go. We may as well keep your pants on. Origin. I feel like that would have to be it because it's like you know, exactly. hey, oh, calm down. The there, exact buddy. origin of the phrase and idiom "keep your pants on" is not known. <laughs> However, well, there is a impossible. belief that the idiom is closely related to the phrase "keep your shirt on." Well, yeah, I would which say doesn't so there doesn't really have a meaning anyway. So it's been used since the early 1900s earlier. So even then, that's my point. I have no idea what it means or yeah. whatever. But I think I think I, I figured it out. I don't. I it, it, hey, it's as good a theory as they're gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's a good phrase. Like, yeah. Hey, 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 keep your pants on. It's a good one. It's pretty good. I don't think I'd be confident enough to use it, but I think it's I'm gonna a good one. I'm gonna try and get it in there. All right, maybe I'll say it to you at some point. You'll be like, all right, that'll be good. You should. I'm excited see, to hear. That would have been to be like, I love that for you. Yeah, yeah, that would that would have been good. Yeah, you're right. I should have used it. All right, um, Saturday, parks. One to three. We will be there live and in person. Come say hi. We love seeing people. Yeah. We've seen Black Gritty, our guy there. Richie in the Northeast. Stops by. Uncle Rick, my Justin uncle's there. Richmond to stop if you want to meet my uncle, dude, Uncle Rick. He's probably there most most times. We're I there. actually have a great Uncle Rick thought, but I I think it's better for off there. Okay, well, he's great. Yeah, yeah, you had dinner with Uncle Rick. I did, yeah. And he's the man. Yeah. We had a great time. All right. Um, check us out Saturday 1 to 3. And uh, and obviously, 
off season's here, but you know what? We're not going anywhere. We're no, going to keep going. So, we're no, going to keep going. So, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 